0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Voice of Gensuite. I'm Doug Martin, Vice President of Business Development, Strategy and Innovation. And today I'm talking with here with John Hibbard, Director of Customer and Application Services. John, how are you today? I'm doing really well, Doug, how about yourself? Can't complain. We're in March, the weather's getting warm, sort of. Yeah. (laughs) All right, now John, we've worked together a lot in the past several years and we've seen a lot of productivity upgrades and global compliance changes to our incident management suite. Do you think we have what it takes to give our listeners a good understanding of these improvements without our typical visuals and screen sharing?
1: Absolutely. I know, like you mentioned, in the past, historically, we love to be able to do the show and tell with our applications and really be able to show folks what it actually looks like as we try and talk you through the the story. But I think we can absolutely give folks the journey today and give them a good background to get things started.
0: Excellent. Well, listeners, as always, uh, let us know how we do. And uh Be honest with your feedback for us. For this month's topic, as we let in, we're going to focus on getting more out of incident management software. We're going to talk about what we've done with different methodologies, systematic outputs for global reporting submittals, standardizing reports, and likely a brief dialogue on what we see as coming next within our incident management suite. Why don't we get started? So, John, we just talked about incident methodologies. What exactly do you think we're referring to when
1: we say incident methodologies? Yeah, so we hear lots of different versions of this from a lot of our different current and prospective subscribers. And really, some of the big areas that we hear predominantly focused on, really RCA, the Root Cause Analysis, is one of the key areas that we consistently hear folks talking about. And we know all businesses like to follow different practices, whether it's things of 5Y, 5Y. ENCF, there's tons of different versions of how folks actually complete that root cause, and there's lots of different opportunities to integrate those with online solutions, whether it's digitizing things truly like the 5Y, or if it's looking at just overall incident investigations and trying to figure out how can we change the way that we're tracking those root cause values. So things like immediate and root causes, creating capabilities to do multiple sections, because obviously not all cases may have just a single root cause. There may be multiple underlying causes that truly led to that incident taking place. So it's really trying to consistently expand upon those capabilities and really even some of the newer things we've started to hear becoming more and more predominant in the workplace is even some of the HOP, the human and organizational performance. So it's trying to figure out how do we really go about changing the way that the system is set up to continue expanding the capabilities it has in these different areas.
0: I know we've done a lot with world-class manufacturing-based companies as well, and there's some similarities to the HOP principles where you're really trying to drive more of a systematic process to help identify those root causes. And again, as you identified, it's not just a single root cause that's occurring. It can be two, three, four, five different root causes and associated corrective actions, et cetera. Exactly. What have we done from an output perspective? Have you you seen variations there?
1: Yes, there's lots of different ways that folks want to look at the data. So there's different forms that we've seen created. There's also lots of different reporting mechanisms as well. But some of those bigger output things that we've even seen folks wanting to see are a lot of different... Um, Whether it's state-specific forms, regional-specific forms, there's lots of different views that folks like to see that data. Some of it, obviously, is compliance-based, so if you've got regulatory obligations to have to fulfill a specific layout of those forms, that's also something that we've worked with folks on, making sure that we can adapt that to, and even if it's not regulation-based, if you've got company-based practices where you want an exact form that your headquarters requires, we've seen a lot of that lately as well.
0: Fantastic. I think that also plays in things like the OSHA 300 forms, exactly. which have been around for
1: eons years now, years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> doing more stuff with individual state report outs. Their first report of injuries is even right. a capability of the software. And in looking internationally at things like, uh, I think we had worked on a project with Ritter-based reporting yep. and variations of that across European countries. Absolutely. So just a couple different variations that we've done. Um, I know that we have done a lot of work with regards to country or not country but company
1: specific Mm -hmm. reports.
0: do you have any, any insights on those as to
1: kind of what, what the driving force is behind those? Yeah, so a lot of times the way that we see folks rolling out Suite is they typically like to start with like a pilot-based location. So there may be a different practice that the headquarters is driving in the beginning, and that's where a lot of our locations want to start using our software because of the robust mechanisms for reporting and visualization, a lot of those capabilities, but they still have the company-based policies that they have to adhere to in the beginning while they're getting launched, and that's where... We see a a huge need for being able to take your data that you're inputting into the GenSuite system and getting it into your exact format, whether that's a PDF, Word document, visually color coding, everything matching exactly what the company headquarter group requires.
0: So we were talking a lot about the incident output being more of a text document there for a minute. What about visuals? Have you seen much from standardization on visual outputs by country or by company?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what a lot of the different companies have um, different reporting requirements that they want to see, whether it's things like rates, whether it's things like even what we refer to as a safety triangle, lots of those different views as to how they can see the visualization of the data that they're inputting into the system. So we do see a lot of those um, items coming in.
0: Excellent. I know I worked on a project with one of our current subscribers on world-class manufacturing, and they had a huge focus on developing their CWO and their S matrix. And it was the first time within the S matrix that we had actually built the output like that and then integrated, I think it was six or seven additional charting components to, to launch immediately. So these sites that were used to extracting data by PDF document, one PDF at a time, to collate it into some type of a, an Excel document or a spreadsheet to then create algorithms to build charts and reports, within about 30 seconds of clicking the report, the site has access to all of this underlying information. It's changed the way that they're running their business and it's enabled them to put digital displays throughout some of their plants. And GenSuite is live running on those displays Mm -hmm. so that their leadership can go through and say, okay, I'm in this department show me the S-matrix specifically, and then they'll click to look at the safety pyramid. They'll click to look at individual charting components by body part or by activity. So it's been fascinating to see that. I had heard about it probably four or five years ago with people doing it, but this is one of the first deployments that I'd worked on where it was firsthand their goal out of the gate to make that happen in more of their facilities.
1: Absolutely, and that's becoming more and more of a need, and we're seeing businesses continue to go more of the visualization aspect for all the different displays across sites. In the past, it was more just single metric based and where folks were just getting lost in the data, if you will, because you're trying to display that to your real end users, folks who are shop floor employees. And you want to put it in a break room and say, while oh, you guys are eating, why don't you think about where you need to be concerned when you go back out on the work?" So it's a bad
0: idea to print out all the injury cases and post those <laughs> in the break room?
1: It may not be the best way to get the attention of the employees on where you need them to quickly focus. You want them to say, yeah, make sure you have your PPE on when you go back out on the floor. You probably want to give them more of a visual that someone can very quickly come in and, and very easily understand what they need to be focused on that makes a
0: lot of sense Um, what about some other globalized incident management features uh, that that
1: our folks or our users have been considering in recent uh, deployments yeah absolutely that's what we've seen a lot more of the different global needs coming in whether it's changing the entire mechanism from being more of an osha focus to a a company-based focus or even like you started to mention earlier with Ritter. so some of the things coming out of the uk and how we can directly align functionality to meet those different global um, needs that they have, whether it's documentation that they're required in their local region to actually upload for each injury record, or even helping ask some of the questions that we already know that those government agencies require each case is answered for. So a lot of those different components.
0: Awesome. I know I'm jumping all around here based on our topics. Uh, one other one that, that stands out to me is, is reporting. Again, we've mm-hmm. talked about reporting a lot here. But what have we done by way of helping companies see their data? Our, the standard outputs, I think, are how do you output data into a
1: table? Right. Well, your employees don't want to look at a table of data. Mm-hmm. How do you help them see the data better? Absolutely. And that's been the big thing, like you mentioned there, Doug. We've got tons of the reports that give you that capability for your your higher level users to truly get into the nitty gritty details of the data. But as we've continued to expand our capabilities, the big focus has been on getting those visual aspects built directly in sections of the tool where we know those end users who may not frequent the system immediately get that visibility without having to search for it. So we've got lots of those different visualizations that our goal is to put them right in front of the users without them ever having to search for anything
0: and I know internally we've done a a lot of work the past couple of years on uh, data analysis data visualization Mm -hmm. with Tableau being our latest uh, integrated solution Mm -hmm. which in its uh, early deployment last year was a separate solution where people had to go in to create their own charts or lean on our data scientists to help analyze that data But one of the things that I saw coming out of probably mid-summer to late summer was things like a safety cross. It's something I'd seen at a number of our subscribers. It's a fairly standard diagram that folks are using. And we were able to, instead of have this large project that previously would have been the case, we were able to develop the safety cross for folks in the matter of a day, day and a half. uh, Where it's a living, breathing thing, you can quickly see when you come into the site, have there been any injuries this month? So it's pretty cool to see Tableau be integrated and uh, do you have any idea as to how we're trying to pull that out of the separate solution and do more of an integration into the software itself for for those uh, supervisors or EHS staff?
1: Yeah, that's been a big area that we've been trying to look at. How do we continue to pull in different data sets into these single visual solutions and really give the power to the end user to decide what within this data set do they wanna see in different sections? And like you mentioned, it's gotten a lot more visual, so we wanna see overall charts and reports and a lot of different functionality that's starting to just be made right there in the Tableau solution.
0: It's uh, pretty interesting. I was working with, uh, again, one of our subscribers earlier this week, as a matter of fact, and they were asking about our incidents and measurements standard report options or charting options, and they were like, the report's great, but I need it to be able to stack by site it's something that we hadn't done before in Gen Suite, but it was great to be able to offer them a solution directly integrated right. through Tableau. Yep. Again, we've got the data sets available and it just has more out-of-the-box features and mm-hmm. power that it allowed us to point him the exact same data set in a solution that we already had. Right. He had access to it. He could build it for his leadership yep. and show his case levels by site for his region. So Absolutely. instead of it taking days or weeks, again, for him to all this data together he was able
1: to do it at the click of a button
0: so he was ecstatic once we found that report for
1: him. Absolutely I think that's been the biggest uh, value add that I've heard from all the different subscribers on Tableau is the not only the simplistic aspect but the speed in which you can make these changes to immediately have a huge impact for all the folks who are trying to leverage those reports but maybe not seeing it exactly how they want to see it.
0: Absolutely we've talked here a lot about case entry or data entry the data follow-up sections a little bit about reporting What about other areas of of, uh, data collection? Like how do you you integrate or pull data from uh, third party providers like workers comp uh, administrators?
1: Absolutely, and that's what we've worked with a number of different providers from the third party aspect to focus on how we can integrate not only their workers comp data with our actual case data, but also as we've been talking a lot with reporting is saying, okay, now that all these claims from third parties are tied into our Suite cases, how can we visually tie these together to show um, claim-based cost information? So whether that's year over year, whether that's breaking down cost by cases, by site, lots of different opportunity to expand that. And even going a step further into things outside of workers' comp, like occupational health visits, continuing to try and build in third party or and what we've seen in historically third party based information into your Gensuite data so that you get, again, that consolidated single point to go in and actually complete your reporting.
0: And uh, kind of carrying on that joke from earlier, all of this data is heavily protected. Right. Um, our permissions model, the way that we integrate it, we store the data individually, but we choose what gets displayed online. That's so right. all of our users aren't uh, needing to be concerned about their their data being seen by... by Great point. Uh, additional users at their facilities as well. Looking through uh, my list of notes, I think we've covered a lot of it. Um, One other topic in here that kind of goes along with that idea of workers' comp costs is the idea of cost avoidance or cost savings, which is really some of the modeling that folks are trying to do now in order to help, not justify the EHS group, but to help um, showcase the improvements that they're making from having their employees identify near misses all the way through um, potential injuries, because there's a different level of um, significance to those cases, as well as what can be done to prevent them from becoming more significant cases as well. Kind of looking forward to wrapping things up here. Before we do, John, where do you see things going from here? Again, we've talked how do we get uh, past just data collection? How do we carry it into multiple. Uh, Aspects for follow-up. How do we integrate with solutions? How do we do reporting? We've covered quite a bit of material in the past few minutes, but where do you see things going from here?
1: Yeah, I think some of the bigger areas that we're starting to hear more is um, Not only just from the data input perspective, but also really the overall focus of programs I know one of the big ones that I've been hearing a lot about lately is the hop human and organizational performance and really not only changing things like specific values that we're looking at, so focusing it, obviously, less on the employee and more on the organizational aspects that are really driving that root cause of the records, but really flipping the script and focusing it even more holistically on all the different hot principles, whether it's performance modes, all those different areas of it, that's one of the big ones that I've been hearing a lot of recently from our subscriber base. Fantastic, it's exciting
0: to see what what can come next. I know that we've done some work on visual literacy programs mm-hmm. here and trying to figure out how does that help your EHS team understand how to see the scene of an accident right. with different eyes. So that, that that's led to some very interesting uh, conversations around the, the water cooler, if you will, um, let alone how can that be deployed inside of the tool in our multiple corrective actions or multiple RCA uh, kind of methods. Um, Well, John, with that, I think we are just about finished. I want to thank you for being part of the episode with me, giving us a chance to talk and share with the world what uh, we've done in the past few years with our incident management solution.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Doug. I really uh, enjoyed the conversation. I really look forward to continuing to work with the subscriber base to just continue building out all the different areas that we've um, strived to make best in class over the years and really continuing to change as folks are continuing to change their programs. So thanks again, Doug, for having me.
0: Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next month.